Get ready, Philly. We're coming your way, and uh, oh, yeah. it's going to be pretty soon. Now, you do have time to prepare. It's not until the end of July. So you got a couple right? of weeks. you got a couple of weeks. Yep. We're going to Philadelphia. Jamie's mm-hmm. flying in. I'm flying. She's not driving nope. or riding a bike from Nashville. Not taking the rails. No. Not riding the rails <laughs> like some dusty hobo. Not this time, at least. No. But we're going to be at Tattooed Mom. That's right. It's a bar in Philadelphia. Such a fun place. It is a fun place. If you've never been there, go there. Yeah. First of all, go there to see us. Yeah, we'll be there. But so also you just go there. Yeah, check it out. It's a great venue spot, the, the restaurant, bar. It's... We got food. We got food. They have food there. <laughs> and and when, you're, when you go, bring stickers with you to just put on every inch of the wall. Just... Put it on its like every wall is about five inches thick of just stickers. I think. I think so too. I don't think they've ever painted the place. Mm-mm. It's Mm-mm. just stickers. It's got a fun decor. Yeah. Right. But we will be there on July twenty seventh at five thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Upstairs. In the upstairs. And what are we going to be talking about, Jamie? Is it a bird? No. Is it a plane? I don't think so. I don't think it's that. I think it's Supergirl. It, uh-huh. If you uh-huh. thought she was going to say Superman, you're wrong. No, it's the year of the woman. It's Supergirl. That's right. Faye Dunaway is like evil in it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Faye Dunaway. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. Yeah. She's always. What else is she going to be? Yeah. She's always cranky in films, isn't she? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know why I'm saying that. But of course she's even. I don't think she's Supergirl. No, no, no. That would have been no. an interesting take. Um, no, but that's what we'll, we'll be. We'll be wearing our red capes. I'm going to wear a red cape. Maybe you don't know. No, please wear a red cape. All right. Please wear a red cape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and how much does this cost, people? Uh, uh, how much does it cost them to get in to to watch us? It's free. That's that's, right. that's free. We're not making a dime. No, we're just. There for entertainment, like like mm-hmm. a monkey or a chimpanzee at a circus. We are just there for the entertainment. <laughs> I'm going to have a cape and a cigar. How do you like that? Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't listen. I don't think you're allowed to smoke in bars anymore. <laughs> okay. But you know, okay. we'll see. We'll see what we can. If you're just chomping away at it and you're not trying to light it like some insane monkey who fills a kitchen with gas for some reason. No, she filled the kitchen with gas. I know. Okay. We're getting off topic <laughs> okay. here. Okay, sorry. My, my plan was to play this before every episode, not just the link one. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so we will be there. Mark your calendars. If you are in the city, if you're within driving distance. Come on down. Come see us. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun last time. Yeah. Uh, we hung up for what? 37 hours afterwards? Yeah, it was a really fun. And then the whole festival is just a fun. Yes. Festival of Podcast Mania. Yes, we we should mention that it's part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. (laughs) Yes. It's not just us showing up with (laughs) microphones at a bar. We'll be there with beers talking about Supergirl, so you should You know what, though? If you own a bar or work at a bar and you're cool with that, let us know. We'll just show up anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you work. Do you work at Macy's? Is there a corner (laughs) that's free? A, like a street corner that's free now, like a hot dog vendor. Well, what do you What do you I like? Mean, or a corner of the Macy's? Is that what you're if saying? You, yeah. I, I mean, see. Yeah, the corner of the Macy's. I don't know. Is there a kiosk available? I guess. 
Is there an old abandoned sunglass hut at a mall somewhere that space isn't space doesn't used? matter to us. We'll be there. We'll bring laptops. We'll, we'll bring mics. Yeah. Actually, so they we'll give go us in, mics at the festival. We'll go anywhere, but we're going to be yeah, at yeah. Tattooed Moms. <laughs> And that, again, is on July 27th at 5.30. Wow. Uh, show up. Go upstairs. You know, I mean, they close the door behind you, but you, know, you can come and go. The please. bathroom was in there, I think. So if you've got to use the restroom. Oh, yeah. If you, if you wander in, like if you're a tattooed mom, is it like 6 and you kind of forgot we were there? And if you walk in to use the bathroom and you see us, stick around. Yeah, listen up. Maybe give a chuckle or two if we say something. Do they amusing. really have a bathroom there? I, rem- I, I do that. remember using the bathroom right away after. I don't. I'm guessing oh, it couldn't have been. You're right. Yeah. Nope, they have bathrooms in there. Okay, yeah. so don't be afraid. We're on for an hour, so don't be afraid about having to use the bathroom. Like, don't let it's that easily deter accessible. You. I might use mm-hmm. the bathroom during the if episode. you have you IBS. Know. Come on, don't <laughs> it doesn't worry about matter. it. Matter. Yeah, it's not a big we deal. We welcome it. It's not a distraction. <laughs> All right. Everybody, we'll see you then. And I assume we'll see everybody then. So come. Come on. Us. We'll be there. The end. All right. Move over, Red Sonia. We have a new leader in the clubhouse when it comes to worst film we've seen on this podcast. Jamie. Yep. Let's go watch. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast. Every two weeks we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about that movie. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of the two hosts of this podcast. With me is Jamie Lorello. Just upset. Just as as upset as I am. Yeah. This is the episode that we're bringing you. I I think that the only people that have seen this movie... Mm -hmm. Are probably like boys going through puberty in that right. time period in the 80s. Because that's why you wanted to see this. You didn't even want to watch it for the laughs. You didn't watch it because you related to summer camp because of it. Because it really only had, you didn't get enough of what. You watched this because there was a little bit of TNA. And mm-hmm. because the it said that you could see some boobs. And you were like, right. all right, I'm on. Yes. And I'm glad um, you said, or I'm glad you didn't say the only people that watched this were the people that made it. Because I don't think they watched it. <laughs> No, 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 because no, I don't think, I think even scene wise, I don't think there was ever a cut. Let's try that again. I think it was just like, okay, that's fine. Yep. If that's how you want to deliver that line, that's fine. Yeah. It's like in Ed Wood when he's like, oh, great, yeah. great. We got it. We got it. Well, the tombstones yeah. all fell over. No, no, no. It's great. Let's move on. Next yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. I guarantee mm-hmm. you that's what happened in this movie. Yeah. This movie is baffling. Also, if you have any interest in watching it, it's on YouTube, whatever. I was It's conf- way too long. Yeah. It's, but I was confused yeah. at times and I'm assuming you watched <clears throat> the same YouTube clip as I did. Were they editing out curse words? Did you notice that at all? Um, there were there were times where clearly the actor said fuck and times. then in ADR yeah. there was other words put in and that got me to thinking, "Oh, okay, well maybe 
maybe this is the TV version put on YouTube. But then there's maybe, boobs every half hour. Yeah, so no, yeah. I I don't know. Anytime they weren't showing a character, it was ADR. Like, I have to tell you, I barely listened to what they said because it was so annoying. No, it was. <laughs> there was not even like, uh, there wasn't even one character in it that you thought, oh, well, I'll hold on to this mm-hmm. guy. There's something there. And the ones that I would have maybe gotten some, they didn't do anything with. Right. So not that there was anybody in the movie really. Because yeah. even the bug guy who, that was my favorite scene and his crazy, there's, his, these, his, there's, so there's these two lead adult camp directors and she's like a crazy. She's not painted as being crazy at the beginning. I mean, he's wearing a metal helmet and yeah, he's, he's like very a real sergeant and she's just reading off their resumes when she's introducing them. And suddenly yeah. we get into this weird sex scene between the two of them. And mm-hmm. from that moment forward, she's a lunatic. She's a kook. She's a little kooky. I, P.S. How long does that introduction go? Like, that's how we're introduced well, to all our characters. Ever. <laughs> and it's voiceovers of what they're yeah. thinking. What they're thinking. Oh, yeah. And then God. who's the guy where that smokes a cigar and is like doing a no, terrible. The guy like, who thinks he's Hunter S. That? Thompson, but he's yeah. doing the worst impression. Like a Dean Martin impression or something. I don't know. What's he doing? Every time he's on screen, I was like, is this his vehicle? Like, is this kid yeah, a young stand up? But you look him up, nothing. Just party nothing. camp. That's it. Because after that movie, it was like. Go home, like the Tracy Ullman show. Go home. Here's what, here's what I will say. And, and this is the one thing other than the fly scene, which, of course, we'll talk about it. Here's the one positive I will say is I oh, yeah? think that the jock and his ditzy girlfriend. Yeah. I think they know what movie they're in. I'm not sure that anybody else in this understands. Um, did you see the on. face that he makes? He's got the jock guy. Yeah. Has several. Does he realize he's not in like any kind of theater? He's being <laughs> on film because he. Um, first of all, when he does his little intro and he has his inner monologue and he thinks his fly is open and he's got all these faces that he makes because he thinks his fly is open. And then when they're in the pig pen together, when they get when locked in, in the that pig, pig pen, pen together. <laughs> It's like, why is there a fire sprinkler in this pig pen? Why do does they care a pig about, yeah. talk to them at one point? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate this movie so much. I thought I hallucinated that for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what mm-hmm. happened? And it's also choppy. Nothing flows no, together. None of the scenes flow together. No. Uh, he he no. wagers that girl a date to the dance for a basket. He scores that basket. The next time he sees her, he pretends to drown. And I'm like, dude, you already you got you a win date. The date. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? This movie just seemed to be random scenes stitched together by an eight year old at the end who had no <laughs> idea what the script was or what was going on. There's no plot to this movie. None. None. Nothing happens. It's Mm-mm. so terrible. Terrible. It's, All right. It's not I have to tell you about this director. All right. Please do, because maybe that's the shining light. His here. name is Gary Graver. And I don't know if you want mm-hmm. me to start with the prestige of his career or what his career basically is. Let's let's start with the high end. Okay. Because the, the high end is high end. Oh. He is a pretty good and pretty well-known cinematographer. And oh. he shot many, many things for Orson Welles. Oh. 
Yes, he shot my recommendation movie, which I won't talk about, but he shot a lot of television stuff for Orson Welles, helped okay. him out, did not, Orson Welles did not pay him for any of this work. It was like, oh. all right, I'll just it do this for you. Bell. Yeah. At one point, I forget what it was that they finished. I looked it up. And as payment for all of the work he did, Orson Welles gave this guy his Academy Award. What? Yes. Which, wow. which then, later in this guy's career in the late 90s, he had to hawk that. For a drug habit no, or something No, just for like money. That? Like, yeah. nobody was paying him anything to do anything. But, yeah, then he had to sell that. And then he was sued by Orson Welles' daughter. Like, it was a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because you took his Academy Award and sold but, it. yeah, like, he was, he, um, I forget. He had some promise. He had a lot of promise and shot many, many well-regarded films. Let's talk but. about what he basically is known for, though. And he <clears throat> directs smut, just like total smut mm. and here's some of his films which i i just wrote down the titles that i loved so much bikini traffic school oh my and God. here's the really good ones okay three men and a hooker oh my gosh driving miss daisy crazy <laughs> cape rear oh my gosh and my favorite the joy fuck club <laughs> I like Cape so, Rear. Yeah, Cape Rear is <laughs> pretty great. But yeah, that's that's basically, if you look through this guy's resume on IMDb, it is hundreds of movies like this. And then oh. every now and then it'll be like a legit film. It's just sprinkled in and he's the cinematographer. What do you think that is? Why do you think that happens? Do you, you, just do you work, think he's you, just, you just... You need the money. You do what you can. And you like boobs. I guess you like, real, you like to look at boobies. Yeah. I do have to say to this guy's credit, first of all, this movie shot like garbage. When I found out he was oh, a good terrible. cinematographer, I'm like, clearly he did not shoot this film, not, right? No. But mm -hmm. the only scene where I went, oh, this actually looks nice, is the one where he has a dream about that girl and she like crawls into bed on top of him. Oh, when it's raining at the storm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this doesn't look like anything else in this movie. This <laughs> looks like a legitimate film for this two minute part of this movie. This guy's career is insane. To get Oscar, <sighs> Oscar, I almost called him wild. To get Orson, <laughs> to get Orson Welles's Academy Award for the work that you did for him, and then to make Party Camp oh. is a travesty. It's a, it is. It's well, maybe he's got some pride in him his work. I don't know. Listen, he was able to put food on his plate, and perhaps he has a family too. I don't know. I would hope not, but I, I would I hope know. not. Party uh, camp? No family for you. Anyone associated no. with this movie? <laughs> we don't want you to be producing children I hope you're and offspring. All sterile. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should we just get into it? Because you're leading us through, so do it. Cause yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. As soon as this movie opened, mm. listen, I'm going to be so annoyed while we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no, me too. As soon as this movie opened and the dude was in his pool with some giggling girls all around him, I was like, oh, that is what this is going to be. Because they're all giggling and fawning themselves over this guy. and um, Oh, my God. At this point in the movie, I was watching this on the my very computer. Beginning? Yeah, oh, at the very beginning. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'm watching this in my office on the computer. It's very, very loud. And I suddenly, I was like, I have to turn this down because the amount of sexy sex in this movie, I was oh. like, my wife is going to think I'm watching vintage porn downstairs. Sexy sex and all the, oh, 
It's it's awful. All over the place. All over the place. You're right. All over the place. It is every moment of this movie. The one girl every time she talks is. (laughs) 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 That's all it is. Every time she opens her mouth. Yeah. And I said she was and, doing a great job, which is yeah. Which is, and you said she knew what movie which she was is bananas in. on my part because I could not get over that scene when she's feeling herself up in the girls' locker room. Oh, that was my second favorite scene I though. Could when not she's get over. so besides the fly scene, which we'll get to, she she that scene where she's like, oh, I'm so hot. Oh, I'm so she's so into herself in the girls' camp bathroom. It's amazing, and then. She's so destroyed because these other girls come in that are topless. She and they like have, crumbles she's like to a sad. ball on mm-hmm. the floor. She's so sad. Mm-hmm. She says, I have the best body on this camp. And uh-huh. I was like, it's a camp of 12-year-olds. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you're one of the camp counselors, aren't you? Because that's what she is. That's, yes. And I was, mm-hmm. I was confused throughout this movie as to who's a counselor, who's a kid, Who's really in charge? Because it seems like Jerry, our protagonist, has a cabin full of campers, kids, yep. teenagers. The the chipmunks. What are their names? They have a name. The squirrels. Yeah, the, no, they're chipmunks. Yeah. Okay. No, that's the whole camp is the chipmunks, but they have a name. Oh, oh the, they're oh, the chipmunks. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, they're the squirrels. You're right. Oh God. But then the other. But then the jock guy seems to have a cabin full of. 20 something? Yeah, his seem to be a little older, but maybe it's just because they're cooler. But they're not counselors. No, the counselor is the jock guy oh God, and the it. Jerry guy, or just two of the counselors, because we, we met a bunch of other counselors when we had our counselor intro. So, so when we meet Jerry, first he's in the pool, kind of daydreaming about his fantasy girl, and he opens up this newspaper and that's why he's decided to go to camp is because he sees this one girl is in the camp it flyer. Is very creepy. Later yes. when he tells that kid when they're sitting around a keg because he bought a keg of beer for 14 year olds. Yep. When he tells him that he cut the picture of her out of the brochure and hung it up in his bathroom. Even the other guy says that's kind of creepy. Yeah, and he goes, well, you know, romantic creepy. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No. No, no there's no such all. thing. Cool. Creepy all, all, and it, all kinds of creepy. I believed at the beginning of this that he was a homeless person, too, because he's just. Oh, yeah, because he's just. The street. Yeah, so first he's dreaming and he's in like a pool. So you think he's a rich kid. But next thing you know, he's waking up from this pool dream and he's like asleep on his backpack, like a like a hobo waiting for the bus. And then the bus doesn't even look like a real school bus. It looks like a cartoon school bus rolling down. Rolling down the street. I thought that was interesting because the moment you said not a real school bus, I was like, well, it was yellow. But then you said cartoon school bus and you are right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's something. It's not an authentic looking bus. Yeah. It's driven. The first, this first scene, I am frantically going crazy with my notes. After this scene, I realized I don't need to type anymore. This is Mm -mm. all nonsense. I don't care. It's ridiculous. Every. 
at every turn in this first scene, something crazy is happening. Mm-hmm. The, the guy who picks him up, he's yelling and screaming, says the bus is broken down, but then he eventually drives away. He's falling. <laughs> the kids have sheets of paper of scores because the bus almost ran him over. It is a The bizarre- kids are screaming, too. The kids are screaming <laughs> yes. and laughing on the bus because it seems like they had, like, Six or seven like main actors, and then a bunch of extras that I think were really I think camp were real kids. Campers. They have to be real <laughs> yeah. campers. I, I can't. And they were just like, like, "Now you're going to scream! Now you're going to cheer!" Because <laughs> that's all they no... do. Yeah. At the end, when they're in that race that takes forty-five minutes, yeah. When they pan across the people clapping, they show the same shot of these two girls cheering, and I was like, "These were the only two giving it that day, and they're getting all the screen time." <laughs> Well, there you have it. You got to know when to put out or for the ex- – never mind. Okay. No, you can make a joke like that in this movie because it will be hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. You can drug a counselor and have her take off all her clothes. And then in the next scene, almost as though that never happened. Yeah. It's never mentioned. It's like it didn't. It's mentioned nope. in like over the loudspeakers. Of the oh, camp. yeah, to watch for to yeah. that n- no alcohol is allowed yeah, or something, the, right, the don't they? FDA, not the FDA. Who's the who's the drug cops? Who are they? DEA? Yeah, because yeah, they were like, yeah. oh, until the DEA comes and uh, inspects these woods, uh, no more camping. And what's this camping? Why is she out with these chipmunks or, or these squirrels? Why is she leading them on a camping trip? Shouldn't Jerry be doing that? Yeah, Jerry should be, but where is he? And on their way to the camping trip, they encounter a nudist colony, I guess, right by the camp. That they watch these people naked playing volleyball. And for a nudist colony, the tan lines were very pronounced on these very people. Very pronounced. Yeah, those men's, those men's asses were just bright white. Just like, bright white buns. These guys have been wearing shorts until the moment they said action. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's so ridiculous. And, and again, this is one of those movies, like we said, these things were churned out at this time. This was a movie that I'm sure played on... USA up all night. I'm sure Gilbert Gottfried, you know, introduced this at some point. It's one of those yeah. movies, but this is even this is even worse. worse than those. Yeah, because I feel like they didn't even try to have a storyline, a plot, a likable character. Nothing. You're supposed Nothing. to like Jerry, and he's such a creep. Jerry's a jerk. You meet Jerry, Jerry Riviera. He's going to be a new camp counselor. He's only coming to this camp to be whatever. And who even cares? <laughs> Just say whatever and at he, the end. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah, listen. So, so okay. So there's Jerry, and then he meets his buddy D.A. on the bus. They make quick friends. There's an awful scene where Jerry puts his the beads. of. So it's the one. There's really one. I mean, there's lots of girls and tits and stuff in the movie. But there isn't, there's that though. one That's main slutty thing. girl. There isn't. I mean, if you're if you're watching this movie, there's too much for me. I'll well, tell well, you that. Well, right. I'm just saying, if you're watching this movie for boobs and for like drinking shenanigans, there's not too much of that. Who takes their wait? Maybe I did watch an edit version. I don't know. Who takes their top off? The the dingbat takes her top off. 
the dingbat does, and then there's a bathroom scene where there's other girls that have oh their top off, and okay. then there's the, yes, I forgot about the that. nurse is constantly showing well, cleavage, and then there's yeah. a whole sexy scene with her at the end and the one good. What they put that kid in for that scene is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I did enjoy seeing what he was wearing. But I was mad that she then was apologizing. Like, yeah. Like, I wanted her to keep on with the... You wanted her to keep beating him? I wanted her to keep, like, yeah. Like, this was supposed to be her character, was that she's this nurse that then is this. But then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. It's a weird (laughs) turn. Because in a strange way, I sort of enjoyed her as the nurse. Like, the fact that she's constantly walking around with just a syringe all the time. Like, when they introduce her. And her bra hanging out the whole time. Just I believe in every scene, those buttons get progressively removed. Like What buttons? By the end, when she's massaging him for some reason... I was like, because he won the race. Yeah. I was like, she doesn't even yeah. need to be wearing anything in this scene. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, later she's barely in nothing when she's whipping him. Whipping him. Do you understand what happens? This is no sleepaway camp, Oh, she people. also... Let's just be very clear about that. She also shoves a fire extinguisher up a guy's ass at one point. Too. Oh, that's right. That's That was another funny scene when yes. the kid goes to look for the the laxatives. Yeah, and he's like catatonic um, walking back. Yeah, that was pretty good. She's yeah. like, I do have something. And his face, again, his, his face. facial expression yes. when she does allegedly cleans him out. With the fire extinguisher. Right. Oh, God, okay. this movie. So the, the theme of their camp, movie. the theme yeah. of their camp, did you see that, is where the best is still not good enough? Nope. Camp Didn't Chipmunk. Didn't. Camp this Chipmunk. This is a tough movie to watch. The 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 print floating around on YouTube, I had a hard time seeing things sometimes. Well, I had a hard time watching very, this. Pixely, it was very yes. blurry. That's Stuff why I thought happened. the one guy was yeah. Dennis Quaid. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Dennis Quaid's in this movie, and now he's in a weird fly costume. What is happening? I like to think that that's why you were so upset. When you realized it wasn't Dennis Quaid, you were like, well, now this has no diminishing returns. Or this has no returns. (laughs) Diminishing returns. This movie is diminishing returns from the opening credits. Yeah, let's see. what We did. We talked about the inner monologues when they introduce... I do like when they do so. All the camp counselors get up and introduce themselves. They all have some kind of inner monologue hang going on in their head. And I did like that the one girl, the dumb girl, you just hear air. You hear like a breeze <laughs> going. <laughs> There's no inner monologue. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Like I was like, oh, look what they're doing with that. I do like how she's she's reading their resume and stuff like that. Yes. And- the older lady, and when the dumb grows up, she's like, she hasn't had any incurable diseases. Yeah, she has she no scrapes or have bruises. Any burns. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, let's oh. not laugh at this. Let's not yeah. laugh at this movie. It's killing this. me. I it's wasn't laughing, me laughing, laughing at the time. I, I want no, to I was very out. upset. I, I want to make I this agree. very clear. I enjoyed the scene where the man is dressed as a fly and the woman is spanking the fly swatter. But at Let's no see. point did I laugh or even smile. I think I just nodded in approval at that scene. <laughs> no, like, okay, this one will help me get through. Right. They do show a little bit of their camp life. But again, there's about seven main actors that we're going to focus on between these two rival guy groups. And then there's the ditzy blonde. It is too many. 
Or the ditzy brunette. Yes. But then there's, they do have this little, like a montage, I guess, of the things that happen at camp. Like the zip lining. Right. And they have putt-putt golf and horseback riding. And there's a... There's the rope course that they do. There's an aerobics class that the woman is like teaching it. She's like, we got it. This was, again, one of those, oh, I guess this is where this is going. So I think it's the girl that he has a crush on teaches aerobics. She teaches aerobics. And she's telling the camp, these girls that they're going to do an aerobics class, an hour long aerobics that nobody's up for it. And I guess it's an intense hour long class. Like people are passing out, ambulances coming and taking girls off out of the class. By the end, like people are just leaving the class. Like an hour, I guess is a long time for campers to do aerobics. I don't know. No, I do kind of like it when the when there's like paramedics there and someone's on a gurney and they're wheeling yeah. them away. Yes. And that was another part of this thing where she's like, oh, get ready for your intense one hour aerobics. And these girls are like, what aerobics? And I'm like, are you campers? You all look the same age. You all look 23, 24 yeah. years old. Who is you don't see children except in scenes where they're all grouped together cheering. No, yeah. It's the only time you see real kids on this camp. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. There's no other time that they're even counseling a different kid. I did fast forward like a couple of moments of the racing because I was like, this is all this is. Me this is all too. this is. I, I fast forwarded I stopped like it. 30 seconds at a clip and I'm like, they're still on bikes? Yeah. What is going on? So I, last night I gave up like after when they were in the pig pen together and then the water fell on her and now she's in a white shirt in a pig pen. I was like, this is, I can't do any more of this. I have had <laughs> that's enough. Stopped it. Okay. And I was like, okay. And that's when I also discovered they did a close up of that older camper guy and I realized it wasn't Dennis Quaid <laughs> and I was like, forget it. I'm not having this. So, But I had like, I had like another 20 minutes left. And like I said, I really, it pained me that I had to watch. I mean, 20 minutes, that's nothing, right? You could scroll through social media in 20 minutes. But it's not nothing when it comes to this. When it comes to this. And then when I watched the last 20 minutes and it was 15 fucking minutes of a race. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? This is what I was holding out for. And then a dance at the end with a little credit thing where we meet the couples that we didn't really know in the no, throughout the movie anyway we didn't these older no. girls finally fall for these nerds i'm like i didn't know who any i of didn't you know were. no no they no. look we over have... and they're like who are these guys where have they been all yeah. like they're the nerds look at them yeah yep. you just That's saw true. them in a race mm-hmm. like you just mm-hmm. saw them earlier that day and now you're all pairing off <sighs> Mm, I know I it. it. Mm. I hate this movie so much. Oh, oh, oh my mm. god! Oh my god! I, can we just there. talk about the Mister Jacuzzi? I was going to say, can we talk about their makeshift hot tub? The ones that is like a kid pool, but they put what did they put in it to make it bubble and go? It's a hair dryer. I really looked oh at this. I really god. inspected. It. It's a hair dryer with a tube coming out of the nozzle into the water. So that I guess the air blows bubbles blows in this the bubbles in baby there. pool. And they all just sat in this thing in like their jeans and their sweatshirts. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Also, as we said before, this guy wheels in a keg of beer for these kids, like these children. And they are meant to seem younger. 
and played by younger actors. So I was like, this is so wrong. Like, yeah. you're not cool, Jerry. You're not cool. This is not, not cool. how you make friends. No, but Jerry thinks he is the epitome of cool. He says it all the time. And then they get electrocuted. Yeah. Yeah. The electrocution scene is, it is like a masterclass in low budget, terrible filmmaking. Terrible. Because these kids are pretending to be electrocuted, which means we put moose in their hair mm-hmm. and we turned a fan on them. And then they're just supposed to shake. And make these faces of electrocution. Faces yep. And just like noises like, it's awful. Painful. It's as painful as being electrocuted, probably, as I assume. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that you had written a review of this movie when it came out and that they used that line on the poster. I felt like I was being electrocuted. (laughs) Raves, Jamie Lorello. Um, oh, then comes the lovely scene when the girl's all into herself in the bathroom. Because, yes. okay, of course, they're boys at a camp. They found a way to spy. Okay, so the boys, these group of boys, the squirrels, have found a way because they have, of course, a an, an, uh, tech nerd that can sneak and spy on the girl's bathroom. Who's the little kid? Every now and then, they, they're taking a little kid out of the bathroom. First, they yell at him. He's a little boy. And they yell at him for being in the girl's bathroom. Yep. Then they yell at him in the next scene for being in the boy's bathroom. The boy's bathroom. And then just randomly yells at him, like, I've never seen anybody do anything that you're doing in there. I'm like, what's happening right now? But that never comes back around. No, no. It happens for the first <laughs> third of this movie. Yeah. And then it's dropped. It's a little joke that they just drop and then they nothing they do nothing with it oh my gosh oh my gosh they filmed the girls in the bathroom and they're watching it in their little cabin or whatever and this is the scene where the ditzy girl is feeling herself up and getting all crazy about how great her body is and like you said then these other two buxom girls who we never see i don't know if they're campers or, or whatever they walk in naked and then she is devastated. She crumbles. Yeah. Falls to the ground. The guys are loving this. And later on in this movie, they're watching that same thing again. Yeah, they watch it and on it's repeat. All fuzzy and they're like, oh, I guess we watched this tape too much. Like, yeah. Well, this isn't funny now. Now I'm no. creeped out. Yeah, exactly. And if you do watch that on repeat, it's not something I need to know. Just. Right. I yeah. Don't... don't make the heroes of your movie these yeah. total weirdo pervs. What about when we're in the girls' camp? So we we get mostly we know it's the boys that we're learning about, right? But we do get into the girls' bunk for a little while, and the, they're talking to puppets and have stuffed animals, and they're reading Cosmo. And these girls all look like they're they're not all like thirteen year old kids. These look like more older girls, yes. right? Yeah. It looked like a sexy pillow fight was going to yes. break out uh-huh. at any moment during uh-huh. this scene. Uh-huh. I'm surprised it didn't happen in this movie. Right. Their line delivery is just awful. It's like I said, like they, they just spit their line out and the director was like, yeah, that was fine. They were like, yeah, we don't you're need fine. to. Yeah, don't you're just, it, don't worry. It might get cut. We're not sure. <laughs> so we also get a little heart to heart with uh-huh. D.A. and Jerry when they bond and Jerry confesses that he wants to be a cruise ship director. And yeah. D.A. gets a little sad because he doesn't have a dad. No, he grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. And, you know, he just doesn't he doesn't have the money. These other preppies in this in this ritzy camp. This looks like a this, trash it camp. It looks like a horrible like, camp. It's yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, I think we're supposed to 
we're supposed to like Jerry. We're supposed to find him hilarious and just be on board for his antics. I'm not. And I think we're supposed to find D.A. sympathetic and, and just hope that everything works out for him. And then the girls are there, too. Like, it's just it's so these characters are so poorly defined, yeah. except for the ditzy dummies, because it's just like be a dummy, like All just right. be a dummy. And that's easy direction. I have to tell you, I liked, I think, Cheerleader Camp better than this. Oh, Cheerleader Camp was destroys this fun. movie. Yeah, yeah. And at least you had all the, the mascots were fun. and They were filming naked girls down yeah. by the rocks and watching mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And they did a better job of they it. They did a better job of it. They just That was did. even more upsetting because remember they were watching that video of the girl who was murdered? Oh, yeah. That's and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. She was so hot. Too bad she's dead. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, right. Wow. So... <laughs> the um, it's the Falcons. That's the preppy group and the squirrels, right? Yes. Which I did not know they were the Falcons forever until they had that stupid chant. I, I hate this move. I hate this. I don't even want to don't talk, talk about, about anything. We're going to talk get about. into the chant. Nobody wants you to know about the chant. Okay. All right. Great. Don't worry. Yeah. I was just going to talk about the things they start doing back and forth to each other. Yeah. No. So go they ahead. they blow the. Squirrels, I don't know how they do it, but they blow up something in the bunk of the Falcons. There's a major explosion. Yes, major explosion. Toilet paper goes everywhere. Covered in toilet paper. And then to get back at them, that's when the one guy goes to make laxative brownies. He decides that's what he's going to do: is have his girlfriend make laxative brownies. He goes to the nurse to get laxatives. Mildly funny scene where he gets the nurse puts a fire extinguisher Mm -hmm. up his butt. Uh, I I didn't write down a whole lot of what was said here, but when he went to ask, ask for these laxative, it is pretty funny. First of all, he asks for forty yeah. boxes, which I really yeah, enjoyed. Yeah. And he goes to the nurse and he's like, "Oh, you know that the food in the in the mess hall? Yeah, I'm just just really backed up." And she's like, "What yeah. else is new?" <laughs> like, wait, what? Is this a problem for well, this guy? He's just always there, backed up, asking the nurse. So he's having a problem taking the shit. I can't. I'm sure it happens a lot, actually, in real camp situations, because you're nervous about being at camp, so your intestines are a little wound up. You're not used to the camp food, so mm-hmm. some rapey perverts always making yeah, you stuff. Yeah, so you're feeling they, uncomfortable. You know, he's always trapping mm-hmm. you in the walk-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I understand. He's making so much corn on that stove. <laughs> I wish that was the movie we were talking about. <laughs> Let's just talk about sleepaway camp again and forget this. Oh my god! Yeah, but she shoves a fire extinguisher up his butt to, I guess, blow Even everything I up. Yeah, with this movie, oh, with this trash. That's what it is. I'm sorry. But as I think, I I think I texted you. This movie is straight yeah, trash. I, I think, think that's you what did. I said. In the meantime, while this fire extinguisher thing mm-hmm. is happening, this Jerry guy, our main character. Uh, is really into that girl. What is her name? Heather. Heather. Mm-hmm. He bets her a basketball game. He's playing basketball, and he says, if I can score on you, I get to take you to the dance. Mm-hmm. It's very anticlimactic. Like, he just shoots, scores, the end, done. I was like, wait, it's not no who struggle. wins the game. It's not playing to a certain number of nope. points. It's one shot. He wins. He's so excited. End of scene. And that's what every scene is. Every scene in this movie is just 
a tiny little thing where two characters are interacting Mm -hmm. for about a minute and a half Mm -hmm. and then it ends and it's never brought up again, never discussed. Mm -mm. It's as if this movie were shot, of course, out of order. Mm -hmm. But between each scene, the characters' memories were wiped as (laughs) to like what happened. And then they just shot a brand new scene from possibly a different movie. Let's camp. So maybe, you know, every day is a new day at camp. I don't know. Okay. I have no I excuses don't. No, don't. for Just, yeah. the ridiculousness that is. I completely agree with you, though. It's like nothing kind of weaves together. The characters have no, like, motivation that... Except Jerry is into this girl, but even that, it's not like he's trying to just impress her the whole time. Like you said, there's not even really an impressing to happen. He he has these crazy erotic dreams of her because after the basketball game is when he has what you say is like Mm -hmm. the pretty scene where he's (laughs) she's come to him in the storm and she's wet and they make out or whatever. Um, It's a pretty scene, but it's also like most of this movie, it's written horribly and the dialogue mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. and the delivery is awful because mm-hmm. his fantasy is that apparently she wants to get out of the rain. She really wants to have sex with him and he's making up excuses as to why he can't. Mm-hmm. At one point he's like, oh, I don't, you know, I have to go get my dog neutered tomorrow. I'm like, why is this your fantasy? Like, how is this your dream? This girl is taking her clothes off a Clearly wants to have sex mm-hmm, with you, mm-hmm. and you're being funny and stupid and making up excuses. Because you're Why silly, not? Jerry. Because you're silly, oh, funny, Jerry. I, I hate this. Mm-hmm. I've already said that at least seven times. Yeah, yeah. for you started it out with I hate this. Before oh, we did even I? said, okay. yeah. All right. Uh, so our our squirrel campers are going for a little hike, I guess, and they find this plant that's an aphrodisiac. So they decide to feed this aphrodisiac plant yep. to uh, this one ditzy, slutty, yes, camp counselor girl, and she eats it, and then they, what about, okay, so they go camping, they all go on this hike, and then they see this, they're spying with their binoculars this naked camp next door, this, this nudist camp. Yeah. Then the next thing we know, they're sort of campfire camping um, and playing strip poker, because this girl's now high on this plant. Did you see how large the cards were that they were playing with? It's like They're comically playing, huge. It's like right? a comedian's yeah. deck of cards. I noticed that and I was like, why? They're like eight why by ten. Just get real cards. I don't know. How difficult is I don't know, because it's not like it's a coy move to like cover her breasts because they never show full boobs. No, it's they show full boobs. Um I was very confused, too, because I thought – I did not think that this was the ditzy girl for a while, No. Because I was like, wait. Well, because she has that hat on in the beginning. Off? I was like, I thought if she was going to take her clothes off, she would have done it earlier in this movie. Yeah. I know it's a weird thing to think. But I was like, wow, it's taken this long for this to happen. I thought she was a different character because I also – like I said, I didn't understand why she was taking these weird kids. I don't know why she was a, with them. Is this her thing? Like she was, I'm like you said. Jerry's in charge of them. Jerry should have been taking them. Maybe they swapped, and Jerry was with her ladies. But for some reason, uh, she is with I them. I do like when he refers to his campers as Jerry's kids. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. So she's naked with just underwear on, but when she runs away, she right. somehow has her shorts back on. Um, oh, and <laughs> didn't notice that. Then the there's a. 
there's something lurking in the woods while they're having their camp. And it's a guy in a ski mask. Is it that guy? Is it that guy who drives the bus and pops I in every so. now and then with nonsense? I think so. I, oh, man. I can't stand and that And me neither. Me neither. It's stupid. It's very and dumb. now, Jamie, we're on to the best scene of this movie. Oh, this so, is my favorite scene. Feel free. And this, and look, I still, in my notes, I still think this is Randy Quaid because I, or uh, Dennis Quaid because I'm like, Quaid dresses up as a fly for the camp woman. <laughs> I like how involved this little playful interaction is that they have. I love the costuming. Oh, the mask such a deep, really good. good costume, really great mask. He is buzzing around her apartment, and she is going to catch him. He dances and flang, like uses his arms like they're wings at times. Like yes. this again, all the scenes in this movie are too long. And this scene is another one where it's like, <laughs> it why does it keep going on forever? And wasn't there a scene just like this in cheerleader camp when the, when the, owner of the camp the woman she dressed up like oh, as a cheerleader yeah. and the detective or the cop was, was one of the mascots I, yeah, yeah i feel like there was a there was another scene Kinky, just like this yeah so it's i guess it's a thing like the oldest members of the camp are a little hot and bothered for each other and whatever i don't but, like the fact that he's dressed as a fly and she's whipping him saying sting me sting yeah me. It's like, yeah it's a fly it's it's not going to sting you. You're like, uh, <laughs> technically, he's... Uh, uh, te- and then I push yeah. the glasses up <laughs> yeah. on my nose while I'm saying it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but this was... But then, okay, so they have this this little romp, these two. And apparently, they recorded it, the squirrels. And then they play it for the whole camp. Did you also notice that she is wearing, like, the counselor's outfit, but also, like, a red leather bustier? <laughs> I didn't realize that. And she's got a can of rain. I saw the can of rain, yeah, because it's yeah. about getting the fly dead. Yeah, I yeah. did see that, the stigma. Oh, yeah. It's great. And then instantly they play this on the PA system the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the older, the female counselor does a spit take, which is... Great. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. You know, you're committing at that point. Yeah. I I just, this is, I think this is the only scene in the movie that has a buildup and a payoff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, that's it. We, this is the only scene where we see repercussions of something happening in the next scene. Right? Everything else are just these, this like happens happenings. and then something yeah. different happens. Well, Coming up next is when we have, okay, so there's this rivalry, rivalry still happening between the squirrels, right? And the nuts, I'll say. No, the squirrels and the falcons. Mm-hmm. And now when we go back to um, their cabin, their stuff is, is getting removed or stolen. Like the hot tub's gone and the computers are broken. Doesn't matter. So um, to retaliate. The squirrels, after they get all their shit stolen from them, they have this mean trick they're going to play, I guess, on the Falcon Thad, Chad, I don't know his name, the leader guy. His name is Tad, but then people call him Ted sometimes. Uh, I don't. Well, I they so I they have a thing that they're going to do. This is when they trap them in the pig pen, right? Right, yes. But so they start with, okay, so so this is a strange scene. This is very Thad and the girl, this this ditzy girl, yeah, who earlier was strip pokering. She and he are on this walk, 
like in the woods somewhere, and he's like, "Do you want to do sprints? Wind sprints? Wind she sprints? She seems to think that means sex." Yeah, she lays on the ground like they're going to have sex. And he literally starts sprinting around her. He runs away and yells, try and catch me. (laughs) Again, they're doing a great job in this movie. (laughs) They're trying. (laughs) So while he's sprinting, he falls in this hole that later a horse comes up to and a horse is shitting on where did that horse come from? He's talking to it for a long time. He tells it to go back to camp. <laughs> get help. Get help. He's like, do you understand? Tell people I'm down. <laughs> do you understand? And then it shits on. Mm-hmm. And we see it. We see we his see anus shit. go up. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we see mm-hmm. so much horse anus. Uh-huh. It's terrible. And we hear fart noises in <laughs> And stuff. He's in a hole and him. stuff's getting thrown at him. Oh. Meanwhile, she's been caught in a net. And this this squirrel crew has dressed up in, like, masks. And she's like, are you Iranians? Are you Libyans? <laughs> then the squirrel guys are dressed up in these ridiculous costumes. Like, one of them's dressed like Darth Vader, like I Darth think. Darth Vader? I... And they have a meeting with the two leads, the fly guy yes. and the the crazy woman that the leads the camp. Yeah, the, the fly, fly swatter later. They have some kind of negotiation that they're going to have to f- because they've they've kidnapped the ditzy girl apparently, and obviously have taken Thad, Chad, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, they're like negotiating for their release or something. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand this scene because he's the only one in a, like you said, he's in a Darth Vader costume. Mm-hmm. The other kids aren't disguised. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Then they keep sending the fly guy messages. They send him two or maybe three messages in a red balloon that comes into his office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is so, this movie is so stupid. And this whole time I'm like, how many days have gone by and they're stuck in that mud barn oh yes somehow he gets out of the horse pit and they bag him up they they drag him out that's right that's right they drag both of them that's right and put the bags in then she seems to think that he's the one that put her in a bag yes (laughs) and he's like but i'm in a bag too that's when i turned it off and was like that's a good idea i don't know that i can handle any more of this right now you made a good choice to turn it off and to just take a break because i just there's no way you could have even made it through this last race if you kept watching. Right. That's how I felt. It was like sleepy. It was stormy out. And I was like, I'd rather lay in bed and listen to the rain than find out what right. happens. <laughs> While they're in that pig barn, Tad or Ted or whoever Whatever. says, oh, if we only had matches, we could hold a match oh, yeah. under yeah. this fire sprinkler. Mm-hmm. And it would have sprinklers go off throughout the campus. They'd be alerted to where we are. Which doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Like, if all the sprinklers went off, would you know which one started it? No. I wouldn't think you would. And also, why do you have a sprinkler in this pig barn? Mm -hmm. And she, she's like, I don't have any matches. And she pulls out a lighter and goes, will this work? Uh And he is unsure until he tries it. Uh And then they just get rained on. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. Oh. That's when we have the close-up of, I guess it's Dennis Quaid that 
that releases it is them. Dennis Quaid, you're right. That well, that lets them go. Is I it, guess we don't because all that. of a sudden, because yeah, we don't know what happens. They're just wet and they're in this pig pen, and Dennis Quaid is like hot on there finding them because he got a ransom map or whatever to say where they are. And then the next thing we know, it's the Chipmunk Challenge, and we're about to have it. this stupid race. It's so boring. I wrote mm-hmm. so boring four times in my two sentences about this race. Yeah, I wrote, oh, she tells him to wear your jock straps for the race. But it's, it is, it's dull, it's stupid. But she's addressing the entire camp as yeah. though the entire camp is about to participate no. in this race. They have nothing to do with eight it. Eight yep. people total. Mm-hmm. It's not even eight because mm-hmm. there's three events, there's six people participating. Two guys in each camp or cabin don't do anything. Uh uh-uh. uh. The guy who's obsessed with guns doesn't do anything. No shooting involved for him in this. Because, again, now it's she lays out the whole what they're going to do for the course. And that's when, again, I turn the movie back on. And when she lays out what they have to do, I'm like, this doesn't even seem like a fun course. There's going to be no – they have to ride bikes. They have four-wheelers. They have mountain bikes. They have skateboards. Yeah. And you have to ride around yes. little paths that are lined with tires. Mm-hmm. The end. And we watch that in this movie for an exhausting amount of time. Agreed. Yep. And the good guys win. The end. Mm-hmm. Who cares? These stupid nerds win. I don't like any of them. Mm-mm. I don't care that they win. As mm-hmm. we said, DA hooks up with the nurse. She, There's some bondage stuff going on. Yeah. It's yeah. stupid. It's the lame. nerds hook up with the other girls. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. They all jump in the pool. It's awful. It is so terrible. It's the worst. Then it's over. That's that's it. It's mercifully over. And like you said, this movie is an hour and 32 minutes long. Way too long. That is way too long for Mm -hmm. this movie. Mm -hmm. But, But I couldn't... I don't even think chopping it would make it any better. No. There'd just be less nonsense, but... Normally, sometimes, not normally, but sometimes we'll watch, like what's a cheesy, you know, silly movie, and we'll still recommend it for the silliness because you just got to see how silly it is. I don't think this movie should have been made. something, or there's, there's anything to do. I wouldn't even say, like, the fly, like, oh, go on YouTube and watch the fly scene. It doesn't matter. It's not that great. No, it's not that great. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Imagine Dennis Quaid dressed up as a fly. <laughs> Already, what you have imagined is better than, better what's than going what on you're this really going to see. Exactly, I agree. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I have to say, sorry, Parasite. Sorry, Red Sonia. Sorry, Tron. I think this is this the Trump worst set. movie we yeah. watched yet. I might agree. I'm not. Might I do agree? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely do agree. Yeah, we have we have started our fifth year of this podcast, and we've. Already, we found the worst movie. Anyway, my recommendation, because this movie was so bad and made me never want to watch another movie again, which mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. we have another podcast coming up in another two <laughs> weeks, so I'll watch it. Don't worry. <laughs> but my recommendation, I couldn't think of. There's no movie. Like I said, I almost didn't finish watching this movie, and I thought, well, I have a, this is a podcast about m- movies. I have to watch right. the whole thing right. to have a full... But I thought, eh, it doesn't matter with this one. So anyway, my recommendation is the book. I'm going to show it to you like our audience can see it, even though they cannot. Oh, okay. It's um, called it's called The Interestings. It's by Meg Wolitzer. And it's about a group of friends that meet at a summer camp. 
and then they grow up and what their lives are like um, as they age and, you know, versus when they met at the summer camp. You did it. So, <clears throat> you did it, Jamie. Mm-hmm. You tied it into the movie. Yeah, I did. Nice job. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. you have a better recommendation than yes. a book or a movie uh, recommendation, yes. not a book. It is um, the Orson Welles movie F for Fake. Ah. Which this director was the cinematographer for one of, one of three, but yes, but he did some segments of this. Um, it's it about- sort of a documentary. It's mm-hmm. a very weird movie in that it's a documentary that Orson Welles had to shoot, or I don't, I don't want to say had to, so he was forced to do this about a guy who was an art forger. Uh, ah. Forge paintings and then you know sell those to shady art dealers and then they'd sell them to other people for a lot of money. So he interviewed this guy, but in doing so, he then had an idea to expand upon this documentary and talk about like when it even comes to filmmaking and, and all sorts of areas of art, like what is okay. real, what is fake, how are we as the audience being manipulated, who really owns these artistic properties, stuff like that. It's cool. It's an experimental documentary, um, but it's really, really interesting. And again, to hear that this guy had anything to do with it was shocking yeah. <laughs> after watching this movie. So that is that is my recommendation. Well, we got through it, we and did. I don't I don't feel good about it. I don't. I feel imagine good about it's this. like what some summer camps are like. Like sometimes you go away to summer camp, and you're like, "That was amazing! It was my sleepaway camp, right?" And right. then sometimes you go to summer camp, and you're like, "I feel mm-hmm. icky and violated, and I don't want to go back <laughs> next year." That's what this one was. Unlike sleepaway camp. <laughs> That rapey pedophile was awesome. <laughs> and when that girl chopped that dude's head off at the end, it was amazing. At least oh, no, I was party entertained. Camp. <laughs> no, no, I I could imagine that you're right. I'm sure I never went to camp Mm-mm. as a kid. I always kind of not wanted to, but it's one of those things that yeah, from watching kinda... movies and TV shows, you're like, oh, I kind of wish I did that. that yeah. It seems neat, but it's just because I watch Salute Your Shorts a lot. Um <laughs> But I'm sure there were some years where you would go and it would be amazing and then you'd be so jazzed to go the next year and it would just suck for whatever reason. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the same kids and not the same counselors and you're doing dumber activities and stuff. So this is the dumbest activity you could do yeah. this summer. So don't watch this movie. No, I don't recommend people watch it at all. I was I was recently on a podcast. It was called the Fatal Femmes podcast. Mm-hmm. I went on and we talked about a Whoopi Goldberg movie called Burglar. Love it. Um, and I do have to, I would tell you to watch Burglar. Okay. It's not great. It's not even good, but it's Whoopi Goldberg. And for a few scenes, not many, Bobcat Goldthwait's in it. And yeah. Pretty great. A bit, he's the best. That was a terrible <laughs> one. I could do better. Marlon Gwynn is very good. That is better. That's excellent. But <laughs> anyway, the reason I bring this up is, first of all, go listen to the podcast. It's fun. But I was on there, and and one of the girls that hosted, she was telling me that she's listening to our podcast a lot and that she's mm-hmm. doing it the right way, which is she will watch the movies oh, and then listen to the podcast. It's best. So, Laura, I apologize for what you just did. Because oh, you just made a huge mistake. I hope you didn't unsubscribe i hope anyone how's this laura if you watched watched it i'll hold your hair back while you puke because it's that bad and i'll support you (laughs) 
the best way I can. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. In two weeks, we are going to watch something that I don't think is a giant sack of crap like this is. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch the Explorers. So we're not watching Satisfaction, regardless of what the patrons may be thinking right now. They're very confused. I like to think that our patrons are writing down what we're doing on a piece and of paper. And they're crossing it off and, and they going, have no, like, now they said that. Cross that like off. Five movies scratched out on a sheet of paper. That's how but we're going to do Explorers. It should be a lot of fun. I mean, it's not going to be It's going to be more fun than camp. Party Camp. It'll be better. I know. Oh, isn't that sad when you say that Party Camp wasn't fun? If there's something that should be fun, it should be a movie called Party Camp. I guess. I mean, it should be. It's not. All right. Well, go put your bug costume on, I guess. I don't know what you do after you climb watch a movie a, like climb this. Climb chimney and uh, get spanked. Why not? Oh, man. Do it. All right, everybody. All right. We will talk to you in two weeks when we watch whatever movie I said we'd be watching. <laughs> And if I change it, I don't know. I'll let people know. We'll on announce Twitter it on Twitter. There you go. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's why you should follow us on Twitter. And, that's right. Because uh, <laughs> things could change. Yeah. And Instagram. So anyway, hey, uh, patrons, you got a podcast that's like an hour and 25 minutes long. Everybody else got, I don't know, a 45-minute show. Yeah, because that's all so, they'll need. Again, that's anyway. why you need to go to Patreon, where in real time we decide the movie we're watching next time. You want to hear it. Because who doesn't like to just listen to people Google on a podcast? <laughs> All right, everybody, we will see you in two weeks. Have a great two weeks. <laughs> Take care. Goodbye. I'm going to party Oh my god, I'm sorry. That is totally what I think about this movie. You don't care anymore. (laughs) Guys, this is the last episode of this podcast ever.